Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Lit Sisters. Happy Friday, everybody, and I hope you all have had an amazing week. I don't know about where you guys are, but we have been, oh. It's been so hot. We have been sweating so much. Oh, gosh, yeah. And luckily, we got some rain tonight, so the water will be hopefully making it not as humid, the rain releasing from the clouds, and hopefully tomorrow's not as hot. However, I hope you guys have been enjoying the heat as summer, I feel like, is finally here. I for sure have been enjoying the heat. I was at the beach this week. Um, which was super fun. Went on a long bike ride and a long trail. Um, my husband and I went on like a little like trip. Just the two of us went like wine tasting. Had a charcuterie board. Really enjoying all those like summer vibes. But it was also sweltering hot. So yeah. we had a little bit of rain too. I don't think as much as you guys did. Um, but I'm very excited because it's like a nice cool feeling. But I, I think tomorrow is supposed to be hot again, and I think this weekend is supposed to be hot again. So I just, I would like it to stay comfortable, but well, I don't know if it will. A good way for us to stay cool is to be on a nice shaded porch or inside with a fan or laying out by a pool with a good book in hand. Yes, very true. Um, so because of the summertime, I, I've always said, you know, maybe we said differently during our seasons episode, but I always feel like summertime is thriller time. Oh yeah. Most of you, okay, hear hear me out. I think reading the opposite type of book for the emotion that you are in is always beneficial. Hmm. I think if you are sad, you should read a happy book. I think if you are happy, you should read us because your emotions me i'm very emotional your emotions like super crazy so you need like something to kind of like get you back to a middle ground so if you like do the opposite it can help because i think sad books i feel like are much easier to stomach when you are not sad yourself because your normal your normal life might be overwhelmingly sad why do you want to dive into a sad book and just take you down a sadder trail <laughs> exactly that does not fix anything books but then are you could also have somebody say well i'm sad but then reading about someone being happy makes me feel worse because you're comparing your okay. daily I, but it has to be like, but it's different though because it's not like if i'm sad about like for example school is stressful i'm not going to read a book about someone who's having a successful time in school you know like if i'm sh- Something lighthearted. Like, yeah, like a lighthearted, something that's not going to be randomly sad in your face randomly, like, in five years. Like, <laughs> like a fun romance, lighthearted. Like, that can help get you in a better mood. Like, Haley literally knows this. Tonight, uh, I was going to start reading a, a, a different book than I'm reading now. But then I, I got some, like, news that made me a little stressed. Um, and I'm going through just, like, an emotional royal type which i always am and i literally told her like i don't think i can read this book anymore because it's gonna be sad so read something happy so i, or I thrillery happy this is actually also sad but in a different way 
we'll see. What is the book you picked up? Yes. But also, I might just choose not to read it. uh, Because we're recording this on Thursday night. I put a bunch of holds in the library. And if they're available tomorrow morning, Friday morning, I'm... Yeah, you put 15 books on hold. (laughs) (laughs) All of them are currently in the library. Some are, like, in other people's possessions and stuff like that. But a few are currently available. If I wake up in the morning and, like, oh, you know, it looks ready, I'm going. And I'll oh, probably for record. sure. I see. And we've, ta- and we've talked about that where certain books are for certain seasons and for certain times of your life. And it's really good to be able to acknowledge that because we also have a friend we were just talking to that she might have to DNF, which is do, did not finish a book. Um, because the topic is like really hard for her to process currently in this state, kind of like what you were saying. So she's like, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to finish this book. It's really sad. And I maybe just not in the mindset for it. So mm-hmm. hopefully you stop. and her both are able to like get out of a little reading slump. And the book I was gonna start, I literally thought to myself as I like put my bookmark in, I was like, this, I, I feel great about starting this book right now because there's nothing in my sh- life right now that is really stressing me out too badly. <laughs> like as I was thinking, I was like, perfect. I can read a book like this without it stressing me out. <laughs> um, and now I'm stressed, so I'm not going to read anymore. But I was looking at my books to decide to read. And that's why I decided to look at the library and like put a bunch of stuff on hold. as because I was looking at all my books and I wasn't really feeling anything. And the one well, feeling, which is eligible, I know is like a modern version of Pride and Prejudice. And I haven't read Pride and Prejudice yet. So I feel like I need to honor ed- eligible by reading Pride and Prejudice first. So I was like, darn it. <laughs> and- well, you, you're, you have read a Jane Austen, so you can dive in. You know what to expect a little bit. I know. But the one book I really want to read, you have. And I won't see you. And am I? I don't think so. However, you're welcome to get it from me somehow. I know. What book are you wanting? Malibu Rising. Oh, yes. That book is awesome. <laughs> There's also family drama in that one. So I don't know if you're going to be in the mind- mindset well, for that. Or family. So let me know. What did you say? You know our family. So... Let me know if that would be a good choice or not. I don't know. <laughs> you could try uh, it and then see how you feel. I know. Like a good, lighthearted book. You could read one of the books that I have in the stack that I'm needing to read. Which is what? Like Arsenic and Adobo. I've heard that's like a pretty lighthearted, fun read. Nah. <laughs> And a KOA. Maybe. <laughs> I've also got a ton of Matt Haig. Oh my gosh, you know Matt Haig. You know, Reason you, to you... Stay Alive. <laughs> the Radleys. <laughs> so book, many. The book I really want to read, which isn't even out yet, but I put myself on hold. I put on hold at the library. Is that Bathhouse book by PJ Vernon. Man, you're really into that from our last episode. So it comes out. So I'm hoping I get that. But I think the one I push is available. At, that will pop for me tomorrow. Our family by Taryn Fisher. Beautiful by Amy Malloy is also available. 
and Broken Girls by Simone St. James. So any of the and Book of Longings, just because I'm purely curious, all of those are available. And I also think the Golden. So like all of those being available, like mm, I feel like I got like who knows? Need a good book for the weekend. You gotta let us know. Give a little update. I will. Give a little update of what you uh, end up picking up. But if if you guys ever want to check at Maddie Reads a lot on Instagram, I always post what book I'm reading in my bio next to the little book emoji. That means what I'm reading. So if you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm listening to this on Saturday morning. I wonder what Maddie's reading. If it still says the Underground Railroad at that point. Oh, whoopsie. That's <laughs> 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 the book I'm reading now. Um, if it still says that, then you know that I didn't get a book from the library. But if I changed it, then you'll know. Or, or one of the people who 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 briefly see it say a book from the library, but I read it so fast that all of a sudden they'll say Underground Railroad again. He'll be like, oh, what? And there will be in the post. Because <laughs> sometimes that happens where I read books so fast. I'm like, oh, man, I'm changing my bio so much. People are going to miss some books. Anyway, this is not what this episode is about. <laughs> no, this is not what it's about. What is but this it's episode a fun about story. Here? This Thank episode you. is about a book that we both just read this week. I have been pumping stuff out this week, let me just say. Uh, and it is a book that you were really looking forward to, Matt. I feel like I feel like you should introduce it because I feel like you have been looking forward to this book more than like anyone else that I know. And you drove to multiple little free libraries around your area <laughs> because the author said he had released I don't remember if he said a certain amount but he had released multiple uh, early releases of his book at different free libraries across the nation and you went to like nine or ten to try to find one? I went to so many. <laughs> So why don't you give a little intro because I feel like you are the one who has really been. I don't think we talk. I don't even talk about this very much. But yeah. Well, um, and later on, found another little, little free library thing. I looked up the little free libraries in my area. There was a ton. My husband and I literally went on a journey. We like, I started driving around. I looked like a freaking it because how it is. And that's the thing I don't think people. These people have them on so, around to people's houses, like their front yards, and like looking in front yard area, looking in their little libraries. And I didn't even find any books worth grabbing, which is kind of disappointing. But that, I checked one zip code in my city has like five zip codes, so I didn't check that many. But I did check all of one zip code. Um, could not find it. I was so disappointed because a month before release date, it was going to be told. It was going to be, you know, that's when they were released out to the little free libraries. But I'm not disappointed in the end of it because in the end, I got a book of the month copy of The Maidens by Alex Michaelides, which is the book that we are reviewing for you today. So I just finished this book this afternoon, so it's pretty fresh in my head. And unlike our normal book reviews, you and I have actually kind of discussed how we feel about this book before recording, which isn't normal. Uh-uh. No, I think it's because our other friend, Sarah, who's in our little book club, also read it. And so we were just talking of like, we got a process, like, let's talk together <laughs> to see if we all felt the same way. And 
unfortunately, that was pre-recording Let's Fist. But we're really excited to dive in with you guys today. And we definitely will have um, spoiler-free section and then a little bit of spoiler section as well. Um, just probably discussing two or three little points that we kind of mm-hmm. hit on earlier in the night um, when we were talking. But overall... I think we can give a good synopsis. We'll give our rating and maybe like an overall feel of the book. Yeah. So um, I will start first because, you know, this is the book I wanted to read so bad. Um, So Maidens is a sophomore novel um, for Alex McLeanis, his first book, The Silent Patient. Madison, what are you doing? What? It sounds like you're like moving all around. I may or may not on the couch laying down, moving my legs back and pumping one arm in the air because I'm excited about this. Well, now you sound better, but you were like, oh, like, because I put my my speaker, it was against my chest. I was well, focused that's why. on talking. Start over. On dancing. Start uh-huh. over. So, first book. The Silent Patient was very, very successful. This is his sophomore novel, The Maze. It is about um, this girl named Mariana, who's a therapist, group therapist. She gets a call from her niece, um, who she also has custody of. She's like the, the guardian of um, uh, from Cambridge, who says that her um, best friend was murdered. And she know- she's almost, she knows who it is. Um, and she believes it's Edward Fosca, which is this professor who her, her friend Tara and another group, a, a bigger, a smaller group of um, kind of successful young girls in this group called the Maidens, which is inspired by like Greek mythology, um, but is also like kind of weird. Um, and he's very creepy ish. And he, so her, her, her niece kind of, uh, Mariana comes to visit her niece and they are, you know, they're trying to figure out what's going on. And meanwhile, another girl is murdered. Um, so they're kind of investigating. Mariana's trying to push herself into the investigation um, uh, um, and focus mostly on Fosca and puts herself in these situations. She's risky. She like puts herself in these very unsafe situations all the time. Mariana, what the heck? Um, to try and trap him. Um, so dang. there's a lot of Greek mythology, which I actually got in this book because they're very simple ones like Persephone. Um, very easy to comprehend if you know like very basic Greek mythology as someone who doesn't know it very well I will say this Um, I don't even remember Persephone is that the daughter or the mom the daughter what's the mom's name Demeter Demeter. thank you I I was like Demeter it's not Demeter it's Demeter Demeter. I believe Demeter is a good name anyway um, so so that's kind of like the some like the what it's about the synopsis or summary or whatever i for myself i gave the book a four star um uh i gave silent patient five star by the way and it was very hard to not compare the maidens to silent patient because i think silent patient has a very good twist in it It, the the whole story plays out very well for reasons that we cannot disclose otherwise it would ruin the book um but it's just there's such a simple premise of the silent patient which expands into such a beautiful novel um, beautiful as in like crazy um, that the maidens is actually like a bit more complicated of a book 
um, when it comes to the number of characters and the relationships and the impact in the situation. So it's not as easy to explain or summarize um, because there's quite a few things going on at all different times. So there's a lot of different um, character interactions with Mariana. She kind of has relation weird like connections, relationships with a lot of different characters, um, a lot of different men, which kind of creates this whole thing. Like if you've ever read like a lot of thrillers, you're just like, and, and, and you're like, you know, in the mindset of like a vicious, brutal thing, it's probably done by a dude, unfortunately. It's just that's kind of the whole thriller sh- spiel thing. You're just kind of like, oh my gosh, like that guy's suspicious. And then that one's all suspicious. And that one. And that one. So instead of like the silent patient being kind of like a, almost like an unfolding of a tale, this one's kind of like, oh, what about that? What about that? Like in my head, it's constantly like, Oh, but if it's this, I'll be disappointed. Oh, but if it's this, I already figured it out, but I would like it if it was this. And so it was very much like a different reading experience where I was constantly just like overly trying to figure out everything that was going on. So I did give it a four star. There is a reason in the spoiler section at the ending. But overall, compared to Simon Patient, they are different ways that the story is told. Um, but I still like the way that the Maidens was told. I, I There was a little bit of exposition in the beginning, which was a bit too much for me that I got a little bored with um but when we got it finally got into like the meat of the story it was really hard for me to put the book down like I after the first I read like a book when I was at work one night and then I read like the two less the rest two-thirds like in one sitting like I was just like sitting on my um like outside and I was sitting like a chair just like reading so it was like pitch black outside almost um so that's how much like the ending like the rest of the book really pulled me in but there are about like motive i'll just there's a few details about the motive of the ending that was weird for me to comprehend um and i'll give like i'll give like this kind of vague i feel like the writer, I feel like Alex Michaelides was writing the book where you could have seen multiple endings come to play out and that would have made sense or he could have found a way to make sense. I think he did. I, I, it was purposefully shocking without a good like, re- like trail to like make it make sense in your head. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do. I think you're describing it super well. And, like, like, the comparison between how he wrote The Silent Patient and The Maidens, like, even the storytelling is really, like, very spot on of how you're going about it. Because The Silent Patient is a lot more simple. There's a simpler premise. Um, There's actually two different timelines as well, which I think helps um, kind of set the story up. And with the maidens that, that, you know, there is a lot of exposition in the beginning. I felt the same way of like, okay, this isn't really drawing me in. Like I get, I need to get to know Mariana and like who she is as a character and like stuff going on in her life and how she kind of gets roped into all of this. But it felt like, like useless information in a way. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't really catching my attention. Um, but as a good author, you know, sometimes there are little crumbs throughout there, even if you don't realize it. Um, so looking back on it, you can see like, oh, I can kind of see why some of this was making sense. And and um, he even has a little allusion to the silent patient, which is that super so cool. cool. Um, 
but yeah, the the once once she actually gets to Cambridge and sees her niece and and you know she's kind of getting swept up in the um in the actual investigation of everything. Like you definitely can feel the pace of the book quickening a lot. It's not necessarily like because as a group therapist, she's talking about some of her patients, but then also some stuff that she's gone on in her life and like just it's a little more of like here's my personal journey stuff mm-hmm. and, and i was like, like okay <laughs> yeah it's like give me the action i'm here for the action let's go um and so once that started off like i said it really picked up for me as well and um i agree the ending in particular like i like exactly how you said of i could have seen it going so many different ways um and it would have been okay with some of them actually i was having moments because the start of the book she literally says Edward Fosca is a murderer. I know mm-hmm. it like I believe it. So the whole book, you're kind of like, but is he? I can see why he is, but is so you're kind of questioning, like, is mm-hmm. she true? Like, is she actually on point here or is she not? Is she like like yeah, you know, is she crazy or is she not? And it was reminding me of the book um Before She Knew Him. I think that's how the title Before She Knew Him. I believe it's called Before She Knew Him. By Peter Swanson, um, if I'm getting that correct. My memory is I've not read this correctly. book, correct? Yes. No, you've not. But it's really, really good. Oh, and is it's this that the book one about, like, the thing where she sees something in someone's house? Yeah, so this girl. I was girl, just thinking about this book. I'm going to look to see if it's at the library. You should. This girl <laughs> sees, like, a relic or something that's an allusion um, to a crime that she was really following pretty closely it was like in her neighborhood or like one is like available i'm putting <gasps> on hold do it um, <laughs> oh man i got and she, again. Darn it. she visits you can do it after the recording if you want You'll i'm have doing it now available. i'm listening oh, my to word. you so anyway so she sees this relic on the on on her na- next door neighbor like they, it's a new i think they are newly moved in or the next door neighbors are newly moved in oh, and they go and have like a night together good job And she sees this relic and she's like, that is making me think of this crime. And she, you know, for almost the entire book and because you have his perspective as well, that he actually is the murderer. He actually did the crime. And so then it's kind of like the, the, the woman being like, okay, but like, how do I prove that that's him? How do I know that I need, I got to get close to him somehow. I got to like kind of figure it out. How do I get it out of him? And, And so it's a lot of like, we know the truth we know he did this there's no question and so i was wondering with with the maidens if it was the same premise of like we know he did it now we got to prove it how are we going to prove it and Mm -hmm. i feel like he kind of wrote it that way as well of making you feel like that's how it's going to go i'm not telling you if if that's how it goes or not but that's like that premise of i mean that's how he starts it that immediately the first sentence edward fosca is a murderer and so you know that he is really throwing it at you of like, mm-hmm. watch this guy. I'm either going to prove to you that he is a murderer or this is going to be a huge red herring and mm-hmm. you're not going to see what's coming. So that's, it, that's what I really was like. Th- I feel like that's one of my new favorite like genres is like a thriller in which you already know who the person is. And majority of it is trying to figure out how to catch them. Cause that's mm-hmm. kind of how I've told you this before, but that's kind of how it is with, um, sundown motel like it's very quickly realized who who does it and it's a lot of it is just trying to pin that person down i think that's so that can sometimes be more anticipate and like more anticipatingly anxious and crazy because you know 
Seriously. And because in some of those situations that Mariana puts herself in, exactly. you know, she like, like is this like, what's gonna uh, happen? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, she's literally in the room with him by herself and he's being super creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh my word, what if he attacks her? And like you you feel that you feel that tension of like, oh my goodness, this could go sideways completely <laughs> right now, or like what's gonna happen? So I like I said, agree with everything you said. I also gave it a four star. I actually gave Silent Patient a four star as well, which is probably like a four and a half if I did have, because I like Silent Patient better. I actually said, do you guys have not read either of these books? I would actually recommend you read The Maidens first and then read The Silent Patient because the end of The Maidens actually perfectly leads into The Silent Patient. Does. Like, it's so cool. It's so cool. And it, very, it reminded me a lot of what... Um, Alex North is doing with his books, The Whisper, The Whisper Man and the Shadows, of having kind of like a world where all these kind of crimes or things are happening mm-hmm. and characters kind of interact with one another. Um even though they have different storylines. Has just done. With yeah, who is the character that she references? In what? Malibu Rising. Who was it that she was referencing? She mentioned Celia St. James at one point. Mick Reva is in who's one of the main characters Malibu Rising is in Evelyn Hugo. Who is he in Evelyn Hugo? Who marries Evelyn? He's one of the husbands. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I think he's one of the first ones. He's like one or two or something like that. Well, it's good either way. If you know, it's kind of like if you know, then you know. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but Go ahead. I said, you know. But anyway, so yeah, I gave it a four star. Like I said, the ending also felt some of it was a little bit not confusing, but maybe like could have been explained a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the little breadcrumbs, I guess, or things that happen um, in Cambridge and like little clues along the way. It's kind of like, ooh, it would be nice to like fully understand what these things were for like what a was for what b was for what c was for and i think we kind of get like a a full explanation for b not really but c i'll give you a little bit more and like you know it's just kind of like he kind of doesn't fully explain himself all the way which i which i think is fine and he does i mean he explains himself but not i guess to the extent that i was wishing Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah i wish that there was more of an explanation of how the murders happened. Matt, stop moving. Your sorry. mic just went all muted. Sorry, sorry. There. I said, I wish that there was more of an explanation as to how the murders happened. Yes, I agree that with you. That left me wishing, wanting more. I was like, what yeah. the, how did it even happen? How did that even occur? Exactly. Like, And, and another thing I would say, non-spoilery, um, cause then we can dip after this, we can probably dive into our spoiler section, um, which won't be very long. Everybody give us maybe like five minutes of spoiler and come right back for our, mm-hmm. uh, our current reads. Um, uh, but whatever, what? No. whatever you do, <laughs> you're like, I don't know. Um, maybe tomorrow after you go to the library, if you, um, if it's before, if you go before, yep, you can tag on what your current read is. How's yeah. that? Um. So anyway, give me just like one minute, and then we'll jump to a spoiler. But 
Um, shoot, now I just totally thought lost my train of thought. We're ta- I was talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Ugh. Oh, um, I think it would have been nice with that explanation of what you were saying. You wanted to know how the murders occurred. It would help to have another narrator besides mm-hmm. Mariana. And you kind of get that because he kind of jumps from this like diary book kind of entry of some kind of like someone's like memoir. Yeah, um, feels like. Yeah. And then you have Mariana's like main storyline. But for one, you don't know who the memoir who is talking in the memoir. You don't know. Like you can infer like there's little hints here and there that make you think, oh, maybe it's this person or maybe it's that person. Mm-hmm. Um but you don't actually know till the ending. Um, but besides that, I think it would have been nice maybe to have an alternate narrator in the actual present tense. Um, so then you could get other perspectives. Like that's why I really loved Before She Knew Him with Peter Swanson, where you had the perspective of the next door neighbor and then you had the perspective of the like murderer guy. And so you get the two sides and he's like, in his perspective, he's like, I think she's catching. I think she knows who I am. Like, I got to be aware of that. And he's like, I got to make sure, blah, 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 blah. And so you're getting the mindset of him, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. So I think, obviously, he didn't, Alex didn't want to do that same story and have, like, perspective of Edward, you know, the guy that she's claiming is the murderer and stuff like that. And, like, if he's really trying to go down that path, he probably didn't want it to just be, he wanted to have more twists and turns and fun yes. with it, I think. Um, but I think some some other narrator of some sort would have been beneficial although i'm not really sure who it could have been me either i think it could have been i think it could have been someone one of the men Hmm. Mm -hmm. that you know or or you know that like because there's several men that are kind of shady i think it could have been one of the men that is not an actual shady person but it gives you the belief that they are. So it would make you more suspicious about someone that you didn't need to be suspicious about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. That could have been interesting. Anyway, though, it w- that did not happen. Um, but yes, there was just the main perspective in the present. Yeah, but I think, like you said, like to know kind of why or how the murders happened or how to XYZ, like it would have, if we had a second in the present narrator then maybe we would have got those answers, you know? Yeah. Or even just more explanation from the, the person. person. Yes. That's true. All One right. of those, like, full-on, like, this like, is what happened. This is my monologue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, That'd be good. Anyway, everyone, we're going to jump to a spoiler section and give us about five minutes. We'll try to keep it to five minutes. Um, and we'll be right back with our current reads. All right, now we have dove into the spoiler section. Woo! Woohoo! So we're going to try and keep this as short as possible, um, just because it's important to not, like, drag on spoiler sections as long as we can. Um, but I feel like there is just one to two very important things that we need to discuss when it comes to the spoiler section in this book particular. Go for it. Dive in. Um, so the big thing I would say for me is... Um, I'm fine with who the murderer was. Um, should we just say who it was? Eh. I mean, we can. I guess it's a spoiler. Yeah, so spoiler section. 
Jeffrey's actually her niece, which I thought that she was kind of sketchy anyway. Because yeah, like, there was like her relate the way she was kind of like avoiding like the teacher, and then when she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna have a group session with the maidens," she goes, "Do I have to be there?" And I thought to myself, for one, why would you feel like you had to be there unless you actually were a part of the group? Like, I that was something that I was like, huh. I didn't pick I up can't... on that, but I definitely thought that she was hiding things. And I definitely thought that she was probably a part of the group at one point. She was, but not in the way that I thought. Like, a night. But I thought that she was maybe a part of it for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that they were, it was so interesting because any time Mariana would talk to someone else at Cambridge about her niece, they had nothing good to say about her. Hmm. Like the like her they like her like basically the person that cleaned the first girl's room who died. She like talks to her and like oh by the way I'm Zoe's niece blah 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 and that lady like did not like Zoe and Zoe's aunt. Yeah, what you said Zoe's niece is Zoe's aunt. Oh sorry, Mary Zoe's Zoe's, aunt. Zoe's aunt went and talked and that lady like didn't like Zoe and like when when Mariana went and talked to Zoe Zoe like said really awful things about that lady to try and like like disprove like anything that she might have said and like it just like she zoe like just kind of gave off this vibe that she just was like not telling the truth about stuff which i thought had been maybe her not telling the truth or something like she was having a relationship with foskin was trying to get back to him or she was also part of the maidens whatsoever blah 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 but i didn't think it was that she was the murderer i just thought she was sketchy yeah i feel the sketch vibe as well i did not see the murder aspect at all but i did see um her somehow being involved, knowing more information than she was willing to let on, um, maybe being like an accomplice or something like that. Um, no, but I, I definitely agree. I feel like she could have gone into more depth of um, how she did it, you know, like what we were saying, how she lured the girls. Yeah, how um, did she do it? She, there's no explanation ever. There's no explanation. And I feel like as well, um, she kind of has like a psychotic break. Yeah, she's talking about how her and Sebastian, which is Mariana's dead husband, yes, we did not go planning this together in the earlier part because I don't feel like it's it's necessary. It's part of the exposition and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but um, like like how her and Sebastian had planned this together and it was their whole plan the whole time and stuff like that. And I just thought to myself, well, for one, I thought it was kind of weird that Sebastian was the one who wrote the memoir. Like, that was his story. I felt very, I thought it was Fred the whole time. Me too. I 100% thought it was Fred. I was like, oh, this is either Fred or this is Edward. I didn't really think it was Sebastian. Um, I kind of felt, because you don't really know anything about Sebastian growing Mm -hmm. up. Like, you don't, there's no really little red herrings that make you think he's a potential option. So it kind of felt out of left field. And then when she's having the psychotic break of like, Sebastian told me about it. He told me how to do all the, like the postcards and all these things. But like he had died like a year prior. Yeah. So unless she has been planning this for like a year, mm-hmm. it felt very like, girl, you're crazy. And like, like you, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Zoe's always only supposed to be like 19, mm-hmm. which if she didn't go to 20, call- maybe. Yeah, if she didn't go to college, which is, like, the last, like, two years of high school in the UK, which is optional, you go to university, if she didn't do that, then she could have been, like, near the end of her years. But if she didn't, then she could have only been, like, a second year or even maybe a third year, which means that she's known about this group and been planning this from at least, like, only the first or second year of university, which is very weird. Like, that's 
like that's a very short amount of time to make big judgments on these people and then not care if you kill them or not uh, yeah i i feel that but I'll, i also just like i said it feels kind of like out of nowhere of like why these girls why like these little postcards with these greek stories you're like i did everything he told me to do i looked up you know what fosca had and and i i'm i'm planning i'm gonna plant you know i planted blood and hair from these girls uh like in his office or whatever and and he's gonna be caught and now you know like haha sebastian and i now we get to be together and you're just like like he's uh, dead and so like have you like so it made me think like is she like, I think she's like imagining him being around and telling her these things, you know, talking to her about these things. I don't actually think this was his plan. No, I not... the way she says it was that they planned it like a year ago and then no, he but... died. But I don't know why she would wait a year to do it. I don't know. Wait, but like that they planned he it wasn't. Or... Yeah. And he wasn't going to want, he didn't want to go on the vacation. We ended up dying. Like, there's just so many little things like. I thought the relationship between her and Sebastian was super interesting. But when she started talking about, as in, like, an interesting plot twist. Yes. Not like, oh, this is interesting. Um, but, like, when she started kind of doing that, like, me and Sebastian, we planned this, me and blah, blah, blah. I was thinking to myself, like, I feel like that's not actually what happened. Like, I actually, I mean, I don't, I mean, I believe that they had this relationship and that, you, you know, he wanted Mariana's money. Like, I can see that. The whole plan herself had a psychotic break made the whole plan herself and is just yeah. saying that he said it yeah because also you never you never hear mention that sebastian is interested in greek mythology at all no like, like and Mar- like at and, all no and and mariana is actually greek and so like there's a lot of things that are resonating with her and these stories because she's thinking about her childhood and and, you know, stuff that's connecting with her and the temples that she used to go to and see and, like, the, the ruins and things like that. And, um, no, I definitely feel like uh, she – the whole plan was to get back at Mariana because because of her, Sebastian was dead. Like, because of their trip, Sebastian has died. Henceforth, I need to somehow lure Mariana and what better way than with Greek mythology and lure her to, you know, campus and then eventually kill her. But there's so many other ways that could have happened. Like she could have done it. So she could have killed her so many other times or so many other ways. But I think because mm-hmm. she was trying to like, she was trying to pin down or pin it on the Fosca guy. Yeah, it was I don't all know why she was going to. Yeah, I don't know why it was that, him though. Well, I don't know because she knew that he had this. He was sleeping with all of the maidens, so mm-hmm. she knew that he was already being inappropriate with all of them. So in her mind, it was like the perfect thing was to pin it on this guy who she already knew was being inappropriate already knew that their society was really weird so she infiltrated to get information and then she planned to kill them and then lead mariana there and then she said that all she had to do was tell she said that sebastian told her that all she had to do was tell mariana that she was afraid of fosca and mariana would immediately become suspicious so her whole plan was hinging on Mariana becoming suspicious and inserting herself into the investigation, which she might not have done anyway, but she did, which then she then used to hopefully try and kill Mariana and then say, oh, hey, look, this guy killed my aunt because she was being suspicious about him. It's obviously Fosca, which is any person who is known. Like if someone knew that they were being investigated by someone who obviously thought it was them, I don't think they would kill them because it would be so suspicious and obvious that it was them. 
Yeah. You know, like it just didn't feel like super realistic. Anyway, I, and I don't think it's supposed to be realistic. I don't think so. I think it is supposed to be shocking. But yeah, if I think you just wanted a big shocking twist yes, ending. For but sure. it is genuinely not a realistic ending. No, but I, I do commend him for what he's done. I, I think it's a really overall well done book. It was hard. The writing was kind of hard for me to switch from Taylor Jenkins Reid to his writing because especially mm. the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I getting into? I don't really care about this. Um, so that took a little bit, but like I said, it, you know, I do commend him for what he did and, and the little red herrings and breadcrumbs he spread throughout. Like that was just really good. Um, my last little thing, I know we went over our five minutes, yes, but give me like two minutes of spoiler and then we are for sure done. Also, Mariana's... Uh, crazy like group therapist like person henry yeah was like unnecessary so unnecessary i don't understand what his point was besides she just felt like she was in danger and he was like stalking her i actually thought for a while because what no sorry you go on i also thought for a while that maybe he was somehow connected because earlier in the book he like kind of shows her that he's kind of like slashed himself up on the chest uh-huh. And the victims have tons of slashes all over their chest. That's how they died. Like, I mean, they were, they died, at, oh, excuse me, they died a different way, but then they were like essentially gutted all around. And so it made me think like, ooh, there's a connection there. But then it was like, oh no, he's just being weird and stalking me and he's going to get arrested. And then that's the end of mm-hmm. his storyline. That was just kind of weird because. Yeah, I don't know. He, he would have been an interesting person to have a narration as like a perspective because mm-hmm. you feel you feel suspicious of him and the stalkerness of him. And you wouldn't even necessarily have to say it was him originally. You could kind of fill in your own person as who you think is talking. And then later on realize that it is Henry talking. But Mm -hmm. anyway, that was my other point besides the ending that kind of was like, "Hmm," that kind of felt a little out of line. Yeah. And I honestly think he was just supposed to be, Someone another creepy person. Like, another creepy person. <laughs> just to be like, ooh, is he the killer somehow? But yeah, it was just weird. Anyway, okay, we're back. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Binding, Brooke and Binding.com. That was sounding <laughs> that was so such a good. good. From a spoiler. Woo. All right, we went a little bit longer than we thought, but I put ad breaks in both so you shouldn't be confused. So you should have just listened to a fun ad about our bookstagrams and now you're back Woo-hoo. all right so because maddie doesn't know for sure what her current read is she well said earlier she's reading the currently it's the underground railroad by um colson whitehead which it may still say that it may still well, stay it, it may still say however there might be a little bonus if you guys wait at the very end of the episode maddie will maybe actually tell us what she's reading for real we'll see um, if it changes um for me i'm well, because I set my book down to read two book of the months <laughs> within the past four days, um, I am picking back up The Wise Man's Fear by 
uh, oh my goodness, Patrick Rothfuss. Um, I think that's his name, isn't it? Patrick? Yes, I think so. Is it the wise man's fear or a wise man's fear? You know what? Who knows? One of the two. It's the second book in the Name of the Wind um, series, the King Killer Chronicle series. Um, and it is awesome. I'm loving it. But it is very, very long. It is almost a thousand pages. And I'm like maybe two or 300 pages in. And then I just pumped out like 500 plus pages of two other books that I could have applied to this massive book, but I set aside <laughs> so I could read Taylor Jenkins Read and The Maidens. So I will be diving back into this massive book and hopefully have it done because I'm supposed to have it done. I think it's due uh, Sunday or Monday next week, maybe Saturday this week from the library, but hopefully it'll renew because there's no way I'm going to get like 700 pages done in a day. So that is currently what I'm reading and I'm really loving it. And Maddie, I still think you should read these books. That's it. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right, everyone. So thank you so much for listening to our fun review of The Maidens. Go out and read it yourself if you haven't. I still recommend people read it because I think it's a very interesting book and it's an interesting um, ending as well. Has it been released? I don't think so, actually. (laughs) What was that sound? It was the sound of my... It was like the sound of my lips going... It it, it, it sounded like Velcro or something. (laughs) June 15th, so on Tuesday. Okay. And then the Taylor Jenkins... Tuesday. Um, And then Taylor Jenkins Read. I love this book. We should do a book review for this one as well. Um, June 1st. So that one's already out. So if you guys want to get ahead of the game and read Malibu Rising... Uh, before we talk about it then you'll be in the know go pick up your copy today all right thank you guys so much for listening we will talk at your podcast whatever you use next week um thank you for taking a break from reading now go flip some pages so my library books came in and i'm actually gonna read the push by ashley ashley audrain there's your little update